Today's episode is proudly sponsored by the Rising Tide Mastermind. When was the last time you read a book and you actually applied it to your day-to-day? Well, that's one of the things that we do within the Rising Tide Mastermind. No, it is not a book club, but we do use books to enhance our core knowledge on how we approach our day-to-day lives, how we approach the goals that we have in business. And then we read those books and we figure out how we help each other with the techniques that we learn within that book to help the day-to-day. We get above the day-to-day so we can affect the day-to-day. If this is something that sounds interesting to you, I would love it if you went to scalinguph2o.com forward slash mastermind to find out more and to see if this group is right for you. Welcome to the Scaling Up H2O podcast, the podcast where we scale up on knowledge so we don't scale up our systems. I'm Trace Blackmore, the host of this podcast, and I'm not only Trace Blackmore, I am Trace Blackmore CWT, and we are talking this entire episode about the Certified Water Technologist designation. But before we get there, I do want to talk about a couple of things because we have World Water Day coming up. And of course, World Water Day, if you want to learn more about that, you can go to our events page and we are celebrating World Water Day by trying to get as many people as we can to sign up for the Global 6K taking place on May 20th this year. And you can go and sign up for that this very day by going to scalinguph2o.com forward slash 6K. And that will allow us in a very fun way to educate people about the global water crisis. There are over 2 billion people that do not have access to clean drinking water, and we can be part of the solution. And why not? We're in the water industry. So if you would go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash 6K, you will learn all about that. And I invite you to join our team, Team Scaling Up, and you can do the 6K with us. You can do that from wherever you are, or maybe you want your entire company to do it together. Well, you can create your own team and do it that way. You can join with neighbors. However you do it, it's the message that is important. And let's face it, it's something fun that we can do that's up and above our normal day-to-day. It allows the inside staff to work with the outside staff, and we can have a lot of fun. So once again, that's scalinguph2o.com forward slash 6K. Some other events that you might want to attend are ASHRAE's Heating, Venting, and Air Conditioning Cold Climate Conference. And where else would that take place? But Anchorage, Alaska, that's going to be March 6th through 8th. And we have all the information you want to know about that on our events page. And then taking place March 29th through April 1st in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, our second installment of the Association of Water Technologies Technical Training Seminars. 
So many people attended the first version of this, and that was in San Diego just a few short weeks ago. So if you did not get the opportunity to attend, you've got one more opportunity. And of course, we have all that information on our show notes page. The American Water Works Association and the Water Environment Association is having the Texas Water Conference, where else but Houston, Texas, April 11th through 14th. We'll have all the information you want to know about that on our events page. And then finally, the Water Environmental Federation Stormwater Summit is taking place June 27th through 29th in Kansas City, Missouri. All that information on our events page and go to our events page because let's face it, it's hard to keep track of all of the things that are going on in our industry. We're trying to help you with that. One place that you can go to plan your entire year, that is scalinguph2o.com and navigating over to the events page. There you can see exactly what's coming up go straight to the provider from links that we have within that page and even put invites in your calendar. So we are trying to make this year as easy as possible for you to enhance your knowledge around your industry. And as always, the man who helps us do that each and every week, here's James McDonald. Hello and welcome to the Periodic Water Table with James, where we think and learn about water chemistry drop by drop. Please use your week to search online, ask your colleagues, or even pick up a book to learn more about each week's periodic water table topic. If you do, at the end of the year, you'll be 52 water chemistry smarter. So let's raise the water table of knowledge together and get started. Today's topic is... Alum. Aha, we're touching upon raw water clarification and wastewater treatment here. What is alum used for? What is its chemical formula? What weight percentage of alum is aluminum? What could happen if alum is overfed? What form does alum typically come in? Solid? Liquid? How is alum fed to a system? Remember, knowledge is power. And taking the time to learn more about water chemistry each week will help make you a force to be reckoned with. Be sure to post what you learn to social media and tag it with hashtag watertable23 and hashtag scalinguph2o. I look forward to learning more from you. James, thank you for that. We always enjoy your installments on this podcast. And several people, when I was at the AWT Technical Training Seminars, told me how much they enjoy your installment. So thank you for doing that. Well, Nation, there's no doubt about it. We talk a lot about the Association of Water Technologies on this podcast. And as you know, I've been very involved in the Technical Training Committee, as well as being president of that organization. And it is an organization that I truly enjoy being a member of. And I remember when I was on the board, I always wished that we had some sort of an outlet to let people know what was going on in the industry. At that time, I had no idea what the podcast was, but I will let you know that that was one of the reasons I wanted to do a podcast, and AWT is just so dear to my heart. 
I want to make sure that we're doing everything that we can to support that great organization. And something that that organization puts forward is the Certified Water Technologist designation. Now, I am a Certified Water Technologist. My number is 186. I am the 186th person to get that designation. And I'm not sure how many we have to date, but what I do know is there are more potential CWTs out there. So today's interview is all about the CWT. I hope you enjoy it. Here is today's interview. My lab partner today is returning guest Chris Golden of Taylor Technologies and also the certification chairman of the CWT for the AWT. Welcome, Chris. Hey, Trace, how are you doing this morning? It's great to be here with you. I always enjoy our conversations. I do as well. And I know we're going to talk about all things CWT, but it's been a while since you've been on the Scaling Up H2O podcast. So would you mind letting the Scaling Up Nation know who Chris Golden is? Oh, Chris Golden. Who the heck is he? He shows up like a bad penny every once in a while. I'm Chris Golden with Taylor Technologies. I've been with them 15 years for 16 years before that, I was a water treater. I actually went out and treated all different types of plants. Uh, my specialty was, was steel mill and power plants. And in fact, that's how I got with the, with the company that was doing water treatments because I had a steel mill background and they, they needed somebody to treat the steel mill. So I came on board with them and uh, I'll tell you, I learned a lot. So that was back in 1989. Oh my gosh, you young guys going like 1989. I wasn't even born then. Let's see, I've got a degree in chemical engineering, got that in 1981. Uh, when I was getting out of school in 1981, by the way, I got bitten by the bug of water treatment. I saw these jobs posted for water treatment, for water treatment reps. And I was like, wow, that sounds like a really interesting field. Get to be out, get to see a bunch of different places, get to solve problems. That's what I want to do. Well, I couldn't get hired by a water treatment company, but then again, eight years later, they that company was looking for somebody, and and I threw my resume out there, and they and they hired me. So here I am, uh, where I'm supposed to be. It's always I've, I've felt about life. You get to be where you want to be. Get to be where you're supposed to be. There you go. And I agree. Water treatment's one of the best jobs out there. And how fortunate are we that that's what we get to do? Absolutely, I feel that every day. Chris, let me ask, so how did you go from what you just described to volunteering with the Association of Water Technologies? Well, that was, that was a really interesting path. So I was the local rep for, I'm, I'm going to mention the name, Nalco, um, to Taylor Technologies. And I met one of their executives at a shopping center and she saw my, my, my shirt and said, oh my gosh, you work for Nalco, I work for Taylor. I said, oh my gosh, Taylor, I use your stuff. Uh, that's great. And we developed a relationship that that lasted eight years of me consulting in the industrial water arena for Taylor, not as an employee, but uh, they paid me. They paid me with golf, which was a good thing because I couldn't take any money. So they paid me with golf. And as I golfed, uh, I got to know the more of the executives and the owner of Taylor. And and they came and, and offered me a job. And they said, hey, uh, part of this job that we're going to give you is in the industrial world. And do you think you could pass the AWT, Association Water Technologies, certification test, the CWT? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like doable with, with my background. I mean, spent 16 years out in the field. Sure, I could do that. 
then, uh, you know, push came to shove, the rubber met the road, and I, I needed to go take that test. And as a matter of fact, I, I took the CWT exam and, and did everything that was required of me for certification before I joined Taylor. So that's how I got exposed to the AWT. And then there was Miss Angela Pike. Gotta love Angela. She saw me, she looked at my resume and said, hey, we've got some committees I'd like you to consider being involved in. And I was like, committees, that sounds like great fun. And first one was education and the second was certification. So way back in 2008, I got involved in the certification committee and have been a member ever since. So if somebody is tuning in today and they've never heard of the certified water technologist designation, first off, they haven't listened to this podcast because we talk about it all the time. But let's just say somebody <laughs> tuned in for the first time today. How would you explain what the CWT is? Okay. What the CWT is a certification that you're a good water treater. That just to sum it up, you're a good water treater and you're a valuable water treater. And what you need to do to get that certification is you need to have five years out in the field. You need to be, well, I shouldn't say out in the field. You need to have five years experience of being a water treater involved in the water treatment industry, because I know some very good lab people and product people that have their CWTs and hadn't spent five years out in the field, but they are, are valuable people. So it, you, what you do is you, you have industry experience for five years. Uh, you provide references that say that, yes, you do have that work experience, and then you go and you sit for a 200-question technical exam, a 200-question technical exam, one exam, and it covers the whole range of what you need to know in order to be a water treater. And you've got boilers, you got cooling water, you got wastewater, you got pretreatment, you have regulations, and you have, you have safety which are very important, especially when you're when you're doing water treatment out in the industrial plants and really any facility. So you've got this 200-question technical exam that you need to pass. And then what you do is you sign a declaration of ethics. And that, to me, is probably the most important part about it because that says that you're going to do the right thing, that you're going to do the right thing for your customers, you're going to do the right thing for your company, you're going to do the right thing for the world. So a declaration of ethics that you're, you're going to be straight up. So that's how you get the exam. But what I always go back to, Trace, is, is uh, how do you sell anything? How do you sell water treatment? And water treatment is a very complicated thing. You, you need to understand chemistries, mechanical, you need to know people, all that kind of stuff. So you're, you're doing that interaction with the person and you want to sell them something or you maybe you took over the account from one of your friends. You want to keep the account. You need trust. You need trust. You need trust. That person needs to trust you. And so how do you get that trust? And one of the things is competence, be able to show competence. And that's what the CWT does. It is a, a badge that you get to wear, a certification that you get to display that says, I've done these things. I've worked in the industry more than five years. I've answered a 200-question technical exam, and I've signed my declaration of ethics, so I'm standing in front of you, and you can trust me. So that's probably the biggest thing about the CWT is it really is a signal to anybody that has met you and knows that you're a CWT, that you're a professional. So let me ask you this. There are people listening today that probably should take their CWT examination. 
why should they? What, what is the thing that they need to understand that they need to sign up today and they need to take that exam to become a CWT? Well, I, I think we all want to be recognized as professionals. We want to be recognized as a professional in our field. And again, uh, I'll go back to a lot of people don't know what we do, Trace. You know, you try to explain what you do at a cocktail party to somebody that's a lawyer and they probably their eyes kind of glaze over a little bit. And our customers do too, because we're handling that water and they're not really sure about the water. And any Joe's going to come in there that says, I'm a water treater. And uh, hey, I could do it for 10% less than what you're doing it right now. So what's going to keep that customer from differentiating between you and that Joe that just walks in off the street that doesn't have a CWT? Well, the CWT behind your name lets them know that you've gone through this process. Uh, And by the way, I'd like to drop in here that the board of directors has decided to improve the recognition of the CWT by getting ANSI accreditation. I'm so proud that they've taken that step. So we're going to have a third-party accreditation of this certification. And that's going to mean even more to the people that see the CWT. So you're looking to differentiate yourself. You want to sell business and you want to keep business. And that CWT is that designation says, hey, I'm a professional. You can trust me. Uh, I always also like to go back to the first days I stepped foot in the steel mill down at Sparrows Point in Maryland. And Trace, at the time, there were eight different water treatment chemical companies in there, in that plant, eight big integrated mill, eight different water treatment chemical companies. And things would go out to bed. Different parts of the plant would go out to bed. So, you know, we, we all end up in the same room. We got eight of us and, and you're looking around and, and, you know, a couple of them, you know, don't understand anything. And there are a few very worthy competitors that I had sitting in that room and what if one of us had a CWT and the other ones didn't? I, I think I'd kind of be leaning towards that CWT when we started talking about how we would treat systems and how we'd handle different conditions. And there's some of us that just didn't have a clue and, and showed that they didn't have a clue. But the poor customers sitting there going like, who do I trust? Who do I trust? These guys are telling me one thing. These guys are telling me another thing. Who can I trust? But if you have that accreditation, if you have that certification, hey, look, I've been through the test. I've been through the experience. I'm, I'm here to tell you I've got, I've got the shield that says you should be listening to me. So that's definitely why the customer should value having a CWT and why the uh, employee, the team member needs to say, okay, I'm a CWT because I can differentiate myself from other water treaters. How can that CWT now differentiate themselves within their own company? We all know that have the CWT, and when you, when you take a look at what it takes to get the CWT, it's, it's a lot of work. You're showing your commitment to the industry. You're showing your commitment to the profession. And if you have one person that has, or a couple people, we have a lot of companies, with a lot of people have CWTs. If you got those, you've known that they, they're committed. I would look at those employees as saying, they're in this in the long run. They're looking at this as a profession and not just looking at this as being a job. And that is very important to me when I'm thinking long-term of who am I going to promote? Who am I, I going to put in charge? Who can I trust? Um, who am I going to get to train my people? Who can I trust to train my people? I'm going to go towards the CWT because they've, they've passed the exam. They have proven that they know what they're doing, and they've proven to me that they're looking at this as a profession, not just a job. 
Does a CWT typically make more money than a just a regular water treater? I would hope that they would. I hope that the the owners recognize that. And and Trace, I, I think you were in the room at the recent annual convention when I got a chance to talk to the business owners. Yes. It, it was a great opportunity. And I always appreciate that. I hope I get a chance to do that. But I was talking with the business owners of why you should encourage your people to be CWTs and you ought to reward them for it. Uh, that's quite a process that they go through and they should be making more money. I can tell you that they're more valuable. They, they're proving their value. That's not to say that somebody doesn't have a CWT who's been in the industry for 20 years and doesn't have that CWT. Uh, they're no less valuable. They really are no less valuable. It's just one person has chosen to go uh, for the certification and have that next to their name to say, I went through that process. There are a lot of really good water treaters out there that aren't CWTs, but I would encourage those guys to, to go ahead and go get the CWT. So to a business owner, having CWT is a very valuable thing and you should pay them more. So let's switch gears a little bit on that topic. Let's now talk to the business owners out there and why do they want to promote their people to get CWTs? Why do they want to support the people that have current CWTs? What do you want to say to the business owners? To the business owners, it's an investment. It is a wonderful investment. You're investing in your people. And as we take a look at the younger people coming up, we're trying to get them satisfied with their jobs. And one of the things that the younger people value, as I understand in, in being in a few conferences, is, is, is being able to grow, being able to grow, being able to progress. If you've got a company where they're looking at being a water tech and that's all they're going to aspire to, you're probably going to have a tough time keeping people. But if you can show them a path, if you can show them a path of progression, if you do this, I'm going to pay you more because you're going to be more valuable to me. And let's face it, business owners, you want guys that are out there in the field that understand the business, understand the implications, are asking the questions, are taking care of the programs, are being proactive, are recognizing when there's problems and being educated, being educated and being experienced. And we're talking about, let's say, 10 years of experience. There's two ways to get that 10 years of experience. You get that 10 years of experience by being there and keeping your eyes open and asking the questions why, or you have one year, 10 year over. And I'm a sheep and I'm going around to the same path, to the same accounts. Yes, they're under control, but are we growing? Are we doing anything? Am I adding revenue to the company? Uh, let's face it, it's the guys that are educated and are showing value to their customers that are going to win accounts and grow the business. And that's really important to the owners. And let's face it, improve profitability. So something that we really try to do here at our company is promote the CWT as much as we can. It's the industry standard of excellence, letting people know all the things that you said. And we like to encourage people to do everything that they can to get their CWT. We pay for them to go to training. We pay for them to take their examination. And then we even give them a bonus and a pay bump once they get their CWT. It means so much to us as a company to know that we're employing CWTs. So we want to do everything to make sure that we are promoting that. So for those business owners that are out there, 
that own a water treatment company, it is in your benefit to make sure that you're doing everything you can to let your people know it's something that you want to promote. And normally when people see all the benefits that you will offer as you're getting your CWT, and then when you get your CWT, that normally promotes people to action. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. It also makes them a more efficient employee, a more efficient employee, because they've got that experience, they've got that extra knowledge. And along with uh, the extra knowledge and that kind of stuff, you've got a great network of people that are also CWTs that are great resources to you if you run into a problem out in the field. But basically, you make that employee much more efficient. Uh, they're able to problem solve more quickly. They're more knowledgeable about the systems. Uh, they've spent the time to become more knowledgeable about those systems. So they work more efficiently and they can handle more accounts. They can handle more work and they can sell more work. So it's it's all really great investment. And, and Trace, I'm going to butcher this. It's like, was it Abe Lincoln that said, if I had seven hours to cut down a tree, I'd spend six hours sharpening my ax? It was something like that. I think you nailed it. It's something like that, right? So, yeah, it's it's going to take some time uh, that you're maybe you're paying the employee for that they're that they're studying and they're and they're observ- observing and absorbing like a sponge. It's gonna it's gonna pay off in great benefits to your company. They will be a a happier employee, a more valuable employee. They're going to be more valuable to the industry. It's it's a great investment. I can tell you for us, because we recognize them so much, it allows people that are aspiring to get their CWT to want to get their certification. And here's the best part. When we're doing consulting, we get to bill more if somebody's a CWT. That is terrific. And that should be the case. Absolutely, because they're going to be more valuable. You're not just getting a guy that that knows how to how to feed some chemical and, and turn a wrench. You're going to get somebody that's going to come in there and take a look at the whole system, look at the the whole water treatment approach. And and uh, you know, Tracy, you've heard it from me before that I I love to say that water treatments and any kind of water maintenance is over ninety percent mechanical and less than ten percent chemical. And if you're just working for a chemical company, water treatment chemical company, you're looking at all the solutions as being chemical. Well, they're they're bypassing a lot of things that are mechanical. And I, I think that's part of the CWT and part of the knowledge you need to have to be a CWT and be a professional water treatment field is have those eyes open, recognizing problems, recognize when it's chemical and mechanical, and then taking care of their facility very efficiently and very effectively. It's a beautiful thing. Well, now let's shift gears once again, and the audience that we're going to address are now all of the end users, all of the customers out there. So for the customers out there that are hiring water treatment professionals, what do they need to know about CWT? Oh, that's, that is a great question. And I'll, I'll put this in the framework of, I have an older brother that's a civil engineer. And he was working at several chemical plants, and one of them was just up the road in Westchester, Pennsylvania. And I said, do you have a, do you have a steam stripper in that plant, don't you? He goes, yeah, I, I do. And, uh, hey, doesn't that scale up? He goes, well, yeah, it does, but uh, you know, there's nothing you can do about it. I said, well, I, I've got a good friend that was one of my trainers, Doug Shackelford, that's uh, right up the road from you. And why don't you, why don't you have him come in and, and, and take a look at that thing? And he goes, oh, no, you're all, you're all – uh, just chemical salesmen. Uh, now I don't. I don't need a salesman to come to to come to see me. Well, he probably had been exposed to a lot of water treaters that were just that. They were just chemical sales guys. They weren't engineers. 
They weren't resources. They weren't partners. They weren't partners. Now, you see all these people come through and you see all the business cards come through, but what if I'm one or two of them had CWT after the name. And you're like, well, you know what? I went, what is a CWT? And you either asked the guy what the CWT meant or you went online and said, hey, what's this CWT mean? And you go to the awt.org website and you learn more about what a CWT is and what you need to do to get it and how you're, you're treating this job as, as a profession, not just a job. I think I narrow my choices down to those CWTs because – They've proven through certification and by going through this process that they are professionals. And to me, I'll, I'll go back to that, that signing the Declaration of Ethics. That always gets me. That always gets me that what you're doing is you're, you're assuring them that you're going to be telling them the straight story. You're going to be doing the right thing for them, the right thing for your company, the right thing for their employees. That's what I want on my team. That's, that's the kind of supplier that I want. I don't want somebody who's just coming in here and, and dropping off some chemical and, and, and taking my money. I want somebody that's committed. And I think the CWT, maybe the, the C and CWT should be committed. We're, we're committed to water treatment. Again, it, it's a profession and it sets yourself above. Now, back in the day, if I had that CWT when I was down that steel mill and there were all those eight different groups, I'd love to slide my card across the table to that business owner, to that owner of that part of the plant and say, hey, I've got this certification. I'm recognized by an independent organization, the Association of Water Technologies, that I am a water treater and this is my profession. It's certainly going to put me on a step much higher than the rest of the people in that room. You had mentioned that if somebody's hiring a water treatment company or a water treatment professional to do their water treatment, that they should do some research about them. What are some places that they should do this research? Can you give them some resources? Trace, that's a really interesting question. Right now, the best place to learn about the CWT and the certification is on the awt.org website. We talk about the value of the CWT. And uh, four years ago, when, when I became the chair of this, I wanted to see what we had. And I was pleasantly surprised on the write-up that was in the awt.org website about the value of the CWT to those customers that are out there. Now, let me tell you something we're also doing. We got together as a committee and we wrote an article. We wrote an article on how to choose a water treater, how to choose what, what are the qualities you're looking for in a water treater. And I am trying to shop that. I'll, I'll call it shop, shop that to the professional magazines. Yesterday, it's so funny. Just yesterday, I sent a copy of it to my contact at the Cooling Tower Institute, the CTI. Uh, the CTI represents a group of our customers, a very valuable group of our customers, rather large plants of our customers. And I sent it to them to ask them if they would please publish this. Um, I'm hoping it's a very non-promotional type of article and that they see it as being valuable for their people because I'm sure there are many people both very experienced out there at our customers' plants and also new engineers, new engineers. I remember when FMC, Agricultural Products Plant down here, was looking for uh, options in their water treatment. They had a very young engineer in there and he was, you could see he was very flat-footed. He, he couldn't, couldn't make a decision. He couldn't decide you know, what is a good water treater? So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get out there to the industry news magazines and get this article published 
And that's one of my prime goals to do in the next year. Well, excellent. Well, since we have the committee chairman right here on the podcast, let's take a peek behind the curtain. So let's say somebody has passed their CWT examination. What happens next? Well, what happens next? They pass the exam. Now we say, okay, you're ready. You're ready to go. Now what we got to do is we have to we have to check your work experience. We're going to check your work experience to make sure that you have it. And by the way, you know, I talked about five years experience in the industry. We also give credit for a year for technical degrees. So if you have a chemical engineering degree, industrial engineering degree, civil engineering degree, we'll get environmental engineering degree, we'll give you credit for that time that you've spent learning, we'll give you a year's credit. So then you need four years worth of water treatment experience. So what happens? So we check that. Uh, we have you sign the declaration of, of ethics. And really, uh, as far as the changes, Trace, which you're going to see coming up with earning our ANSI accreditation, that's where it's going to stop. You've done the things that you need to do to get this certification. Here's your CWT. So what does the committee now do with the application? Well, actually, the committee doesn't touch the application. What we have is our management group, which is Angela Pike. She's the one that processes it. She makes sure that it's there. What we do is send it out as a packet to one of the certification committee members in order to make sure that it's all inclusive, just as that second check to what Angela's seen, just to make sure that it's all right. It's pretty much just making sure all the items have been met, that you've taken your test, you've got your five years, we go over the the work experience and education experience, make sure the Declaration of Ethics is signed, and you're off and going. So that's, that's really all the committee members will do. We don't sit there and say, hey, look, Joe Smith uh, wants a CWT. We've got nine people on a call. We need a quorum. Uh, do I have five that say yes? No, it, it, it doesn't come down to any kind of personality contest, beauty contest, none, none of that. It's strictly your qualifications. Once all of that gets approved and the person's notified that you are officially a certified water technologist, they have five years and then they have to recertify. Tell us about that recertification process. I love the recertification process and and that the whole thing of we want to make sure that you're continuing to grow. We want to make sure that you're continuing to learn. We want to make sure that you're continuing to be a professional. So the way you can do that is very easy. What I really enjoy doing is attending the annual conventions, attending the annual conventions. And at the annual conventions, you have papers that are being presented. And oh my gosh, the the people that are presenting the papers are, are riveting. Gosh, you got Bob Ferguson, you got Colin Frayne, oh, you got all the all these great people, uh, James McDonald, up there presenting papers uh, on what uh, topics that are related to the water treatment field. So the annual convention, you can go there and you can go sit in four or six or eight classes and really uh, add to your knowledge. So attending the annual convention gets you points. The other thing to do is go to the regional training that's held. We hold regional training twice a year. And we try to do it once in the East and once in the West. And it might be central time zone. We kind of move it around. The education uh, committee is, is in charge of that. And they are just a wonderful group of people. So go to the regional training, which is three-day regional training. And you get to hear from, again, some, some wonderful speakers. And they'll, they'll go over everything in, in water treatment, you know, cooling water, wastewater, boiler water. 
They have um, safety training also, which is good. Then you have equipment training. I'm just blown away by some of the equipment training. You really got some great companies in there showing you what the what the latest and greatest is. And uh, you also have so you, so that's for the CWT. I'm going to also promote that fundamentals course. Let's say that you're not a CWT, that you happen to be a service tech that's out there, and you want to learn more about what you're doing. The fundamentals class. Oh my gosh, that is absolutely terrific. And I and I know a couple of the trainers in that, and they're they're very very good speakers, very very good resources to have. So that's the regional training. The next thing is you can get points by reading articles and taking quizzes. We have a, a wonderful publication called The Analyst. It comes out four times a year, and in it has technical articles and has great information in it that, that's very useful. And you can go online and, and take a quiz on those articles, and you pass that quiz, and it counts as points that you understand the content of those articles. The other thing that CWTs get to do is we get to review papers. Uh, I, I love reviewing the papers. And these are the papers that are offered to be done at the convention. And so we need people to go ahead and review and see are they what we're looking for at the AWT convention. Do they hit the mark? Are they not commercials for their companies? Are they generic good information that I need to have? We don't want people going to the uh, annual convention and, and standing up there and, and, and doing, a, doing a commercial for their company. We want them to be offering some very good information. So review the papers that are being proposed for the annual convention. And then the other thing that you can do is there are other qualified training seminars that are out there put on by some very, very good companies. A lot of suppliers can put on some very good training seminars. They get qualified by the certification committee, and you could earn a point or two by going to those training seminars. All great information. Something that I've heard people say is, I can't travel, or I don't have time to travel, or I don't have the budget to travel. And what I love about what you just mentioned is if you're a member of the AWT, you can get all of your recertification done without traveling for free. Now, I think you can pay a little bit for some of the webinars and things that we've got online if you're not a member, but I love that all of that stuff is available to members to recertify where they're at. Yeah, and Trace, uh, recent development, I think this is over like the last three years, it used to be that people get surprised that it's, oh my gosh, it's my five years are up and I need to have my 25 CEUs in order to keep my CWT. Oh my gosh, I've only got five. I've only got six. What am I going to do? The AWT has on the portal of the awt.org, the members section, you go in and you can see up to date. I can go on to that right now and see how many CEUs I have towards my recertification. Now, I just got my recertification December of last year. And I, as a matter of fact, when I was on the awt.org website the other day, I went and looked and I've got my five CEUs posted from the convention. Yay. So uh, this tool is very, very valuable that you don't get surprised. And, and to all CWTs out there, I recommend that at least annually, and, and you know, with, with the way I've got Microsoft Outlook, I can put recurring events on there to remind me. In fact, that's how I do my time organization, time management, is I'll put an event on there once a year to say, hey, check your CEUs. How many CEUs do you have for your AWT? Are you heading in the right direction? That way you don't get surprised. It's just a, a wonderful, wonderful tool. 
Let's talk about the term CEUs because I think people get confused because they're thinking, oh, well, 25 hours, I need 25 hours of continuing education. So what's the difference between a continuing education unit and a continuing education hour? Well, continuing education unit, they are assigned to what we see as the value of the course, the value of the course. Now, it may be a four-hour course that you might be taking with a qualified training seminar, and it may only be worth one CEU, one, one continuing education unit. So the regional training, the regional training is, is three days. Oh boy, that's, what a great three days it is. And so you're talking about three days, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, that's probably 20 hours worth of classroom training that you're, you're doing. Uh, so we don't give you 20 credits for that. We give you five credits for attending the regional training. So the CEUs, continuing education units, do not equal the hours. Yeah, I think that's important to know, especially if somebody has not been keeping up with their continuing education units throughout the five years, and they're like, oh my goodness, I expire in one year, and they're thinking they're having to do 25 hours, and there, there's a lot more of an investment than just 24 hours. There, there can be. There can be more of an investment, but if you go and you, you take a look at some articles and you do the quiz, you might be just down at an hour if you're reading the, the, the article thoroughly. And review papers that are being proposed for the annual convention, there again, that, that might be one hour to get one CEU. So there's multiple ways to skin the cat. Some of the best advice I heard about keeping up with your certification is start immediately when you get certified. Get those credits as soon as you can, and then you never have to worry about them. Yeah, have a plan. And it's up to the individual to create that plan. But do take a look at it as you do have that feedback of how you're doing with the plan. And again, I'm, I'm big on putting events, time management, putting events into my outlook that, bing, my phone goes off and says, oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's June the 5th and I'm supposed to check my CEUs. How am I doing towards those CEUs? Chris, you have an open mic to tens of thousands of water treaters. What do you want to make sure that they go home with about the certified water technologist designation? Well, if you're listening to this podcast and you're listening to Trace's podcast, I'm going to bet you're a professional. I'm going to bet you that you're committed to the industry. You continue to want to learn. You're about personal development. And that is one of the things that I value. And I, and I do believe that uh, everybody values is, is personal development. I got a chance to do that at every one of my jobs. And here is a program that is set up that you can get a lot of personal development out of by working to earn your certification in the water treatment field. You're earning your CWT. It's got cooling, it's got cooling water, it's got boiler water, uh, it's got safety, it's got equipment. You're talking about in order to pass this exam, you need to be proficient in these areas. And not everybody passes the exam the first time. And I'm, I'm going to give you a heads up on that. We got about a 25% pass rate and if you're one of the 75%, does that mean you're a failure or anything? Or you're less professional? No, it doesn't. No, please take this as, as a sign on personal development. There's some areas that you could improve on. There's some areas that you can improve. On. And when you can focus on those areas and improve yourself in those areas, I, I just think that's that's the greatest thing. That's that You're talking about really leading to job fulfillment. This is a profession, and, and I want you all to enjoy it as much as I have, enjoy it as much as Trace has, and 
work and work and work to be the best that you can be as far as that business partner to your customers. And I guarantee that if you're that business partner, your customer, and you're working towards your CWT and you earn your CWT, those customers are going to value you. They're going to value. They're going to keep giving you the business. They're going to refer you. They're going to refer you to their friends that are looking for good water treaters. And you're going to set yourself aside from all the rest of the water treaters that are out there. It is a very, very valuable designation. And I really encourage you strongly to work towards it. If you if you don't earn it, that's fine. Talking about continuing development, continuing personal development, that's what this is all about. And I, and I think that's what, what uh, personal satisfaction is all about. Well, Chris, I want to thank you for all you do for the certification committee, allowing us to have a certification like this. And I especially want to thank you for coming on the Scaling Up H2O podcast and sharing all of that information. Well, that's great. And, and just to tell you, I might be the chair, but I represent a whole bunch of really great people in the certification committee. Very, very talented people. I'm very humbled. Uh, each time when I get off the phone, they say thank you because you guys are professionals. You make a difference. Nation, it's my hope that you learned more about the Certified Water Technologist designation. And let's face it, this podcast serves a lot of industries within the water sector. So right now, I'm talking to the people that practice the same type of water treatment as I do, and that is specifically cooling towers, boilers, closed-loop systems. If this is something that you do, I would love it if you learn more about the Certified Water Technologist designation. I truly believe that this is a designation that elevates your commitment to this industry and it allows everybody that sees those three initials behind your name that you are taking this more seriously than other people in this industry. And when people research what those three initials mean, it gives you so much extra behind your name that people want to do business with you. I am so proud to be a certified water technologist. And as I mentioned earlier, I got mine and I was the 186th person to get their CWT. I know that there are thousands of potential CWTs out there. I know I am talking to so many potential CWTs right now, and I want to motivate you to get your Certified Water Technologist designation. Get it for your industry. Get it for your company. But most of all, get it for yourself, because when you do have a professional designation behind your name, it changes how you look at yourself. It changes how others look at you. And because you are perceived that way, you will learn more. Trust me, people will come to you with bigger problems, so you're forced to learn more. How do I know that? That is the exact same thing that happened to me. That's the same thing that has happened to people that I know 
our CWTs. And I truly believe that that is the biggest differentiator that you will have to show that you are among the top tier in this industry and other people that just have a job in this industry. So all the people that I've worked with over the many years, they all had something in common. They lack the confidence to sign up for the exam. And I truly believe that if they signed up and took the exam, they would have passed it. Let's talk about if they didn't pass it. Folks, even if you don't pass the exam, you get the experience of taking the exam and that makes your second time taking of the exam so much better because now you know what to expect. So the team here at Scaling Up has created Scaling Up H2O Academy. And it's all about giving the industrial water treatment community knowledge about our craft on their own time, where when they can take time to study for whatever they need to study for, whether it's learning more general water treatment knowledge, or maybe it's boosting confidence so you can sign up for the CWT exam, we have courses for that. And I would love it if you went to scalinguph2o.com forward slash academy and you will see the courses that we have available. Now, the two courses that I would love to showcase right now are the CWT Practice Exam course and the free version of that course. Yes, totally free to you, the Scaling Up Nation. Now, why did we do a free version of this? Well, one, what the free version is, is me going through the handbook that AWT so professionally put together, letting you know everything you need to know in order to take your certified water technologist examination. So you can see me going through that handbook. There are videos where I am trying to connect directly with you and encourage you to do all the things that you need to do to take your certified water technologist examination. You will also see the 10 sample questions that the AWT puts in that handbook. I go through in the same fashion as the paid course to give you a little sneak peek of what it is that I'm trying to boost your confidence for in taking the CWT. So that is 100% free. I urge you to sign up for that. And if you like that, you can then pay for the CWT practice exam course, which is a 100-question exam that my team came up with to help teach you test-taking techniques and allow you to understand some of the things you know really well, some of the things you don't know really well, and give you resources of where to go so you can bolster the information that you need. The entire goal with these two courses is to give you the confidence to schedule the exam because I believe there's so many people out there that if they just scheduled the exam and took it, they would become CWTs. And I truly believe that the CWT is the game changer for your career 
that lets everybody you come in contact with know that you are a professional that's here to stay in this industry. So once again, that's scalinguph2o.com forward slash academy. And it's my hope that you enjoyed today's episode. It's my hope that you learned a lot that you did not know about the Certified Water Technologist designation. Of course, there's a lot of legwork that takes place with the Association of Water Technologies in order to administer the exam and also make sure that every I is dotted and T is crossed so the exam is upheld to the highest standard. So thank you for all the volunteers out there on the certification committee that allow that to happen. Thank you to the AWT staff that administer everything that you do around the Certified Water Technologist designation. And Nation, it is my hope that you are a future CWT. If there is anything I can do to help you obtain your CWT, please do not hesitate to ask. It is my goal to raise the bar in the industrial water treatment industry. And I truly believe the way to do that is to get more people to take their certified water technologist examination and I hope that's you. And I hope as soon as you hear this, you research the CWT more. And to make that as easy as possible, you can go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash academy and go to the free course and you can learn hopefully everything that you need to know about the CWT. Nation, thank you for listening to today's podcast. And an ask that I have for everybody out there that's getting their CWT, that as soon as you sign up for the CWT, you post that on social media and you hashtag ScalingUpH2O and you put the date that you are taking your exam. I think it's very important that we all realize that we are not in this alone, and together we will raise the bar in the water treatment industry, and there's just something magical that happens when you let the world know that you are going to be a future CWT and what date that is. Nation, if you're wondering what date, we're going to have a brand new episode for you. That is going to be next week on Friday. I can't wait to talk to you then. Until then, have a great week, folks. Skyline Nation, have you signed up to take your Certified Water Technologist designation exam? If you have, you've received a mock exam copy, and I have answered each one of the questions in that mock exam, letting you know which ones are the best answers. I share tips and tricks about the exam, making sure that you sign up easily and confidently. And when you go in to take the examination, you have got certain things working for you because you're prepared. To find out more, go to scalinguph2o.com forward slash CWT prep. Once again, that's scalinguph2o.com forward slash CWT prep.